We are back. Do, 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 do. Now I'll tell you what, the Louisville Truck Show was something else, wasn't it? I mean, it was huge. It was sold out. It was big. And there was so many truckers there and, and, and trucking. Uh, actually, you know what? There's hardly any trucking companies. You, you know what I mean? Like the recruiting area? Yeah, the recruiting area seemed small to me. It, didn't, it only had like maybe a dozen, it seemed, maybe a little bit more. But it just really didn't have as many companies as I expected. Yet they had their normal yeah, I mean, I, I agree 100%. It it uh, it, it seems that there's, uh, I, I don't know, was it less than 3%? Was that me or you that dinged? I think that was me. Okay. It, it, I think we counted like less than 3% of, of the actual vendors. So go ahead, talk a little bit before I get to jump up. What I was thinking is, is saying how wonderful of a time I had at the booth I literally have three pages of shout outs that people would like me to do. And I can tell you, I'm only going to be able to do so many at a time. And, and there's just, I will not do that many at one shot. So keep listening over the next couple of weeks. See if you hear your name. Um, like I said, there, I had so many people writing down their names, some of the company names, a lot of just, well, just give us like five at a time. And, uh, We'll go from there. Yeah. So these are our truckers and trucking company, or not mm-hmm. trucking companies, but like parts companies and companies, everything yeah. trucking that said, hey, mention us on your podcast. Some of them were little small owners, you know, like maybe a guy that might have had like a couple of trucks. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And so uh, who do you got? Who's the first five? The first five I have is Pale Rider TV. Pale Rider TV. What's yeah. that? What is that? He is a... Um, He's a, a older gentleman that does, uh, like, YouTube stuff. And um, he just goes out there and he does videos going around. I remember talking to him now. Yeah. 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 So, Pale Rider TV, thanks yeah. for stopping by. Pale Rider. That's a good CB handle. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a CB handle, mm-hmm. too. You mm-hmm. got the Pale Rider. Mm-hmm. And then I have Mike and Michael from um, Line Truck, Link Trucking. That's the guy that you did the, um, that did the cab over. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. So that was Slusher? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the the Slushers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were from Michigan, and that cab, we we haven't put that up there yet. But uh, Mike, the dad, he told me, he said, Troy, I've been listening to you guys since you started. He said, even back when you guys were on Blog Talk and and the audio sucked, he said, Mm -hmm. I stayed with you guys. So shout out to Mike Sr. um, and his kid. I mean, they're... Mike Jr. is like a third generation. It it was the grandfather... Um, then Mike and then Michael, the son, but he is not only a driver, but he also is a mechanic. So he's got like the best of the world when it comes to trucking for that. Yeah, they had, they were a good team and mm-hmm. that, and that truck was beautiful. It was on the inside. We videoed it and we'll get that put up here this week. Um, Lord willing, go ahead. What else you got? Who else you got? I have Angie Baum from the Married to the Trucker. Or Married to the Road, sorry. Married to the Road. Married to the Road. Um, And then I have Nick at HandshakeFleet.com. Handshake Fleet. What is that? Or don't you know? Um, it, Well. I mean, people were just writing their names down, so we don't well, have. Well, he's, he's Snorlord. Snorlord. That's yeah, right. Yeah, remember I'm him? Snorlord. Yeah. That, that's a, a, a heck of a CB handle. Yeah. Snorlord. He had this huge long beard. And he kind of had that Viking look to him, but yeah. you know, it was, he was pretty neat. He has his own channel too. So that's why he wrote the, uh, the different stuff down. 
Go ahead. So next is, okay, I got a Pam. I think it's Pam Randall, driver for Highway Transport, driver of the year, finalist for NTTC, which is the National Tank Truck Carriers. Good luck to you, Pam, from Andy Wood at All Sups and Yeeway. Yes way. Sorry. Awesome. So that's our first five mm-hmm. uh, mentions here on the show. Tune in each week. We'll be throwing up some names of people we ran into, but we've got a lot of content here. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing I would say, um, we had so many people that came there to say hi. And I, I was surprised at how many people said, wow, you guys inspired me to start my own podcast. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was like, uh, wow, I, I was overwhelmed with um, the amount of people saying they started a podcast. So I would tell anybody, again, I think we mentioned it, but I would I would just reiterate that if you guys are starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or both, don't give up. You know, it's a long road, but I will tell you, you know, if you're doing it because you really love to put out information and content, stick with it, guys and gals, because you know what, Ruth Ann and I have been doing it for years, and, and uh, honestly, it's really you guys that make us keep doing it. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, that's, whew, because after so many years, you're like, man, how much more can we talk about trucking, man? Because, like, that's what we do. It's all trucking, you know right. what I mean? And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, the trucking world is its own world. We really That's are. the truth. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is the trucking world gives us content every week to talk about. There's just so much in regulations and in drivers and companies. Just some like the content we have today. I'm like, wow, look at all this stuff to talk about. It's crazy. I know. I have like an overabundance. I'll probably have to split that up into two different ones because, yeah. you know, we That's only have so many ta- so much time. So let's go ahead and take a break and we will be right back. Drivers, if you're looking for a local, home, everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non-CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Thank you. If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following. New Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them TalkCDL sent you. All right. So, you know, I just wanted to mention a couple things this week. Um, I believe there was a trucker... Uh, that one of uh, the companies that we know called us and was telling us, he's like, you got to hear this one. Okay. The, and I'm like, okay. Like, cause you know, sometimes you think you heard it all. Mm-hmm. Like you remember that time that company in Iowa called us and they said, 
Hey, you're never going to believe this. We hired a trucker today, uh, and they're a flatbed company. And he's, in fact, the company was called SMX. I mm-hmm. remember them because, and the reason I'm mentioning them because they no longer exist. Right. But I, I remember JT calling me and saying, you ain't going to believe this. We hired a trucker. He went through orientation. And then he went down to the local, he got his dispatch, his fuel card. He went down to the local truck stop, convenience store type of place, went in and armed robbed the place and then used the truck for a getaway. But as he was pulling out because of his excitement, his tandems hooked onto some poor girl's Volkswagen bug at the pump, at the gas pump part. And he couldn't get it off, so he drugged that down the street, <laughs> and that's how easily the cops caught him. Can you imagine? I remember, I remember the story. I but mean, can you imagine? I mean, first of all, the girl's fear, you know. But second, it's a bug. It's a little titty dotty, you know, punch buggy, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess once you, when, if you're only in first or second gear, it's probably hard to get up to seventy mile an hour <laughs> with True. a with a giant Volkswagen wheel chalk underneath your your tandems and so he was arrested and then you say to yourself wow i heard it all mm-hmm. nothing can beat that you think no well i'm not saying i shouldn't say beat it because that is a pretty crazy story you know that right i do but there's stories that come out every week and you're going you know like for example the company in texas we know they said we we had a driver this week that he taped a condom to his stomach filled with his wife's urine to try to pass the, the drug screen with, and the doctor, you know, caught him with it. You know, he's, he thought he could fly across the country and keep his, his wife's urine, her, her pee, to body temperature, and of course... You know, that doesn't, doesn't work. work. It doesn't work, guys. You mm-hmm. can't take a rubber and, and pee and have your wife pee in it and then and then think you're going to use it for a drug screen. It doesn't work. I promise you. Maybe if you got like a little electric cooker and warmed it up, I don't know. But it's got to be. I, yeah, think, I don't think you can even like, I mean, this is going to sound really gross, but I don't think you can even keep it up your butt. You know, uh, no, people have tried that, too. They have tried to shove it up their their anal and try to keep it warm that way, too. It won't work. I'm just saying it it most of us. And it's only like a two or a four degree variable. Mm-hmm. So if 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 it's under like ninety eight point six or ninety seven or something like that, you're you're not they're not going to accept that. Well, not only that, but, you know, can you imagine the surprise that you know when they do the, the they do the the urinalysis and something else pops up out of that. Hey, you're pregnant. Well, <laughs> so. well, not only that, but let me tell you something. And this is just you know, when women have their period, blood gets in the urine. So, can you just imagine, sir? I think you're menstruating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at you laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing at your joke. I'm laughing at you. That makes it funnier. <laughs> so, all right. So, Ruthann has entertained herself today. I did. But I got another news story to tell. Okay. And, and it maybe isn't as good as the, Volks, the Volkswagen bug story, but apparently this company in Chicago this week, 
Um, now, there is a big company in Chicago that is a flatbed company that's in a lot of trouble right now, losing drivers like crazy. And apparently, this small company went ahead and got two of them out of their orientation, brought them over, um, drug screened them, g- gave them two trucks. He's going to do a lease purchase with these guys. I mean, literally got them all set up, and he dispatches the one driver under a load, goes to pick the load up, and he literally uh, gets a notification from his dispatcher that, hey, this new driver never showed up for the load. Hmm. And it's only like 60 miles away from Chicago. So this, this oh, <clears throat> excuse me, the owner of this small company, he gets in his pickup, I guess, and takes a driver with him. They're, he's like, I'm going to go find this guy and I'm going to, you know, fire him. And so he finds the guy and here the guy starts apologizing, and apparently, instead of going to pick up his load, he went and picked up a hooker. Yeah. I'm serious. And, and so I was thinking, you know, what they were doing, obviously, you know, what happens when you pick up a hooker, remember what Roger Rabbit said? Patty cakes, right? Mm. Patty cakes. He was playing patty cakes, I guess, with the hooker. Anything but patty cakes. But anyways, he's, he, um, he said he went back for more. <laughs> I guess she's good at her patty cakes, you know? Oh, my God. Patty cakes. And he's got a job. He needed a job for money. Go <laughs> figure. But patty cakes. I know. <laughs> so anyway, so the, uh, the driver and the hooker were playing patty cakes twice. And obviously the load felt, you know, and I'll tell you something right now. Freight is really not an, in abundance where you can just not do it. So then, so then the, the owner's talking to the guy. And he's like, well, plus I drank a beer and I didn't want to be in the truck. So I, I went ahead and just, I guess he just went and played patty cakes. Right. So, um, so the owner's like, so you're telling me you wouldn't answer your phone. We're calling you. You went and played patty cakes twice, twice, twice. And then, uh, you drank beer too. In my truck. No, I guess it was supposedly not in his truck. But okay. anyways, yeah. So anyways. All when you're supposed to be on a load. Exactly. Under, it's when like, you're under a load. It's like, dude, you're, this guy supposedly was crying. He needs money. needs to make money. And so what does he do? He gets a job away from the company. See, apparently this big giant company that's in, that's in um, Chicago mm-hmm. that's having a really bad time because of freight right now. They have like 2,000 trucks. They're a flatbed company. Everybody knows who they are. And, and van. They have fat, flatbed and van. So, so allegedly this, this company's losing drivers really, really bad. So these two drivers were at this orientation together and they found out that they were like, oh my gosh, this rep, the reputation of this company, we didn't check them out before we came. And so they they realized that this company is crap. So they went around calling and they found a company in Chicago, which is pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. And so this guy get, he rescues him, gives him a truck to own. And this guy's a really good program where you really can make a decent dollar. He's a small company. I know the guy, he does all this for this guy and his buddy. 
and then the guy goes and picks up a hooker and drinks beer. It's mm. like, I mean, what kind? What are you thinking? I mean, are people living under a rock? They don't know that. Listen, I'm gonna tell you some some advice for all you owner operators and lease purchase guys. If you're gonna do a lease purchase right now, you better utilize your hours. You better run your hours out, and you better make. It ain't like a year ago when you can run two thousand miles, twenty five hundred miles, twenty three hundred miles, and you know put three four thousand bucks in your pocket at the end of the week. It is not like that. You can make money on a lease right now, but you have to run. You have to get up there and get that 2,800 mile, 3,000 miles. You need to get up there if you want to bring home like two grand right now. Right. So here's a guy that is like, dude, you're broke. A guy helped you out and you go and you go on a binge on your first load. So, you know, obviously, you know what the owner did. He's like, you're out of here. Boom. Fired him. Guy's like begging, no, please, please put me on a, a probation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm and, and the owner's like, no way. And I don't blame the owner. Do you? No, I don't blame the owner. I mean, how crazy of a story is that? If he did that on the first, you know, first impressions are very important. And if you're going to do something that ridiculous under a load with your first impression, you're not showing them anything that anything good that you could bring to the table. So here, I'm going to close this segment with a little advice to all you drivers, drivers that are coming into the industry, drivers that have been in the industry, okay? There's a lot of truck drivers out there that didn't even graduate high school. It's just the truth, Ruthann. It is true. It, it, and there's some guys that went to college, you know, but there's a lot of guys out there that didn't have a whole lot going for them until they got a Class A CDL, mm -hmm. okay? And then when they got that Class A CDL, okay, they acted like the hot chick. Do you know what the hot chick is? She's yeah. the one everybody wanted in high school, right? She's the one that acted like a real bitch because everybody wanted her. The and cheerleader. She got, yeah, she got real snooty with everybody because everybody wanted her. Mm -hmm. Well, so now you get a class ACDL, and because everybody wants you, you think you're the hot chick, and then you start screwing up, screwing up, and screwing up, okay? But I'm going to tell you something. Stop shitting on your CDL. Because that is like a college degree to some guys. Mm -hmm. You know what? To me, when I was a driver, that was like a college degree to me. Yeah. I, if, if I was on home time and you and I went out for dinner and I had a beer, did I ever drive? I, nope. wouldn't even dr I didn't even nope. want to get pulled over with beer on my breath. No, nope, Because don't. I respected that freaking CDL. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there jacking around like this crap. Okay, smoking a little weed on your off time. Um, you don't take shit off companies. All that's, guys, clean your act up. You have a, a good thing going here. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are the hot chick. I, you, they are, Ruthann. But, but everybody wants them. Yeah. But just because everybody wants you doesn't mean you should act like a, sh a shithead. But here's the thing, and I think a lot of drivers aren't realizing this. There's an, uh, uh, even though they say that there is a shortage of drivers, it's really not there's still an abundance of drivers. It's when you are acting, there's companies that I've talked to that when they get a call from a driver and the driver's being way like, I only went this kind of run, you know, I went this kind of truck, I went this, I went that. They're still not gonna, if you're a hard to please driver, they're not going to want you either. Cause there is, you might be the hot chick, but there's five other hot chicks that are coming in with you. So you're not special right now. The freight is what's special. You're right. And remember, we talked about this on the last podcast. At the truck show, I sat with 
CRST, and mm-hmm. they said we're not hurting for drivers. So when a company that size is not hurting for drivers, you know the industry is really crapping right now. So, guys, I'm just telling you right now, I'm trying to help you. All right, if you're out there and you get a new job and you think picking up a hooker and playing patty cakes and going and drinking beer and all that crap, and you think, oh, I can get a job anywhere, well, I'm going to tell you right now, is if it, once this guy once this guy gives your reference that, yeah, I had to fire him because it's now going on your DAC, all right? This guy does, this guy reports this stuff. Mm-hmm. I know him personally. Mm-hmm. So now this guy literally has terminated an orientation, and when they call him or they send the reference over to him, he's going to put down, or he's going to either do that or he's going to put down personal contact requested. Mm -hmm. When you put personal contact requested on a guy's DAC or his higher right, that's bad stuff. I'm going to tell you that right now. That means they want to get whoever's trying to hire you on the phone, and they want to say, hey, listen, I just want to tell you, here's what he did. Here's what he did here. You make up your own mind. It, it, when when you see personal contact request, requested or even terminated during orientation, those two things, it is always bad because that means it doesn't fall in any of the category that's preset into DAC. Yes. So, guys, trust me. Clean up your act. Yes, you are the hot chick. But guess what? Some hot chicks back in school were cool. Okay? There were some cool ones. But I'm going to tell you something. Most of them were not. And and was because everybody chased them. And I know you guys, you guys have all the trucking companies chasing you. Actually, right now they don't. Mm-mm. But in normal times, and the normal times, Lord willing, will come back. Okay, because they always do. When they do, be humble. Usually, the hot chick was was really made up too. Like, well, don't get all jealous over the hot I'm chick. Not being you, you're jealous. A hot I'm chick. just saying that there's yes. usually something that has Ruthann, to go. Ahead. Can I tell you guys a quick story about? Oh my Ruthann? gosh. Her brother was visiting us one year, right? And I said to him, his name is Scott. I said, Scott, Ruth Ann does not get along with pretty women. He goes, shut up. I'm so, I said, you want to test it? He goes, yeah. I go, go ahead and start complimenting Pamela Sue Anderson. And wa- when Ruth Ann's walking by, we'll have a conversation. And, and, and you go ahead and start saying about how hot Pamela Sue Anderson is. And I guarantee you she'll make a comment negative. And so he... <laughs> He goes, he starts talking about Pamela Sue and Ruthann. Purposely, we did this. She comes walking by. She goes, she's made up. She, she's, she's all plastic surgery, right? And it was so funny. And I said to Scott, I go, now, wait a little bit and go ahead and ask her how she, what she thinks of Roseanne Barr. <laughs> and when we asked, we asked her about Roseanne, she goes, she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. Not a big deal. She's cool. So... Yeah, Ruthann's not a big fan of really, really pretty women. No, that's not true. It's true. It's not true. Our daughter, Hunter, is named after Hunter Tylo, and she's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, cool. There you go. Anyways, I just thought I'd tell that story. Moving she's, on. She's a cat fighter. <laughs> Ruthann doesn't play well in the sandbox. I don't. She's not a good sandboxer. Okay. Not with some things. All right, let's, let's take a break. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station? while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www.drivewise.com. That's D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And start bypassing the scales yourself. If you're a small carrier, an owner-operator, or even a big fleet looking for something better, check out DriveWise today. 
And remember, there's no equipment, no transponders needed when you're using DriveWise. Check them out for a free download at www.drivewyze.com. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. All right, we be back. We be back, Ruthann. Um, you there? No, I'm here. It <laughs> <laughs> was my hot chick story. Hey, Ruthann, you know, I showed you that video earlier about that trucker mm-hmm. that was um, got caught on, on, on video. And the reason I want to bring it up, remember it was on I-49 and they were, there was two truckers trying to run each other off the road. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen the video. It's like it's a viral video. The, and and, and um, they arrested these guys. And, of course, you know, I'm sure their companies have fired them by now. Oh, I'm sure they did. But guys, this brings me back to remember when social media started and people were videoing everything and I kept telling everybody, listen, if I'm a safety director, every day I'm putting out a message, watch your act, my drivers, because if you don't, the public is Mm -hmm. and they're sending videos in and they're going to catch you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hence this, this it's um, I guess it happened in Louisiana. It says uh, DeSoto. Uh, Parish, Louisiana. It said that a uh, the sheriff arrested one following a viral video of an eighteen of two eighteen wheel drivers during a road rage incident last Tuesday. It says according to a Facebook post by the DPSO at approximately eight a.m. on Wednesday, it was brought to the attention of the officers. A video had gone viral on Facebook, which must have been live, Mm -hmm. because it says showing two 18-wheeler drivers involved in an in appeared to be a road road rage incident. And believe me, when you're watching it, you could tell it's road rage. Well, traffic has stopped. While these guys are trying to smash into each other, going and they're going off the road. That's that's one's in a dump box, one's in a a dry van, right? Mm -hmm. So it says it says um, they immediately made contact with dispatch and determined that there were no calls received regarding the incident prior to 9:30 a.m. So n- they didn't even get calls. They all found out about it through the live post. Mm. See what I'm, this is my whole point mm-hmm. that social media and videoing will get you. They didn't even have to call the cops. That's how how crazy this situation was there. The, somebody said, Hey, check out what's going on. <laughs> Cops were like, how comes nobody even called? Everybody was too v- busy videoing the damn thing mm-hmm. to, to, to get on their damn phone. You believe that? How many people were in that traffic? You could tell there was a lot. There was, yeah, there was probably, it looked like at least a dozen, two dozen. So um, I would imagine that they were all just 
been videoing away. Check this out. They had know? to all have been videoing. Yeah, every one of them's videoing this. And so, I mean, it, it's actually kind of sad because you got all these people that are videoing, even other truckers, instead of trying to help out a driver, a lot of times they'll just video a guy screwing up. Yeah. I seen I seen it's a sad. post. Yeah, I seen a post today where a guy really honestly, I hope he didn't drive with the coils running coils, running chains just through the coils and not even chaining them down, just running it through the hole it was in through the middle. It's very dangerous. Mm. But anyways, and one driver even said, why isn't anybody at least trying to help this guy instead of just videoing it? Right. You know, so here we are, a road, road, a road rage incident drivers, you get pissed off at a car, whatever. Guy brake checking you and you go around and you start cutting people off. I promise you, dash cam, Social media, people are out to make a dollar on you, by, and they will ruin your career just to make a dollar on you. So really, what's the point, Ruthann? Stop acting up in front of the public. I, I agree 100% because you got to look at it this way. Those people stopped, not just so they could video, but because they were fearful because of the way those two trucks were driving. You literally made a bad name for a ton of truckers that had nothing to do with that incident. The reason I say that is because it only takes one trucker to make everybody think badly about trucking. So they just really made the trucking industry horrible. All truckers now are, you know, look what they could do when they have road rage. Look at this. Look at that. Those two drivers just did that to the industry. Because not only did they do it to the cars that were behind them, but there is a dry van truck coming up that wanted to go and and get through that incident per se too exactly and so you know it goes back to this guy stop crapping on your cdl mm. and and guys i'm going to tell you something i will ruth and i will guarantee you today that those two drivers were fired oh yeah definitely i would also guarantee you that nobody wants to hire them no because that's psp there here's 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 why they don't want to hire them it's called negligent hiring if if now somebody hires one of those road rage truckers oh that's a good name for a page road rage truckers <laughs> so if somebody goes and hires them and then he gets in another road rage and he'll hurts or kills somebody now the trucking company's in a lot of trouble because they what's called they did negligent hiring mm -hmm. they hired a guy knowing that there was a video of showing him trying to run other people off the road. Mm -hmm. So therefore, guys, and, and what I'm getting at is here we are a, a week later almost, and I will almost guarantee you that those two truckers are begging, begging for a job. And I guarantee you that both of them are now regretting and saying, wow, why right. didn't I just let him get down the road? Why did I keep going back? And the other one's probably thinking in his mind, why did I keep returning, you know, BS? Whatever made it, whatever started it. It could have been anything that started it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But you don't, you don't, you don't want to keep it going because what happens is, one, it turns you bitter. Two, look what happens. You lost your job, more than likely. Maybe career. PSP. Well, yeah, the PSP is going to show, yeah. show all that incident. You don't want any of that. And if, especially if they were younger that just started out, that that's years that they're not going to be able to be hired by anybody. Absolutely. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to, your professional driver, act like one. So I say it. And I agree. 10 billion percent. Moving on. And, and I like that. Let's move on, Ruthann. You had something about, I, I was curious, you had mentioned something about hydrogen. 
um, yeah. hydrogen cells for mm-hmm. trucking. Um, I would like to hear about that for a second because I, I did a little, I don't want to say research, but I did look something up. Okay. All right. So it's in its very early stages, but we all have, like the trucking industry has been looking for ways to, quote, improve its its fuel systems or being battery versus electric. So they already have the Tesla um, electric vehicles, which right now are parked. But they're not hydrogen. No. The hydrogen is what they're looking at doing is making the long haul trucks, meaning the, the heavy, the heavy ones, you know, not the heavy, but the, the ones that we use for OTR, they're looking at making those into a hydrogen. So it's for zero emissions. It says that it's in its embryonic stages. So it's still in its, it's figuring it out stages, but what they're going to be using is um, fuel cells, hydrogen fuel cells in the tractors to um, create the zero emission solution for these heavy duty trucks. And I'm not talking about like heavy duty as far as like your, your dualies or anything like that. 18 wheeler, you know, regular semi tractors being the, the commercial vehicles. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I'm sitting there going when you were telling me about that, we were sitting there mm-hmm. in, in the, in the house and I'm thinking to myself, wasn't the Hindenburg filled with hydrogen? Mm-hmm. And so I looked at him like, you know, with the Hindenburg being the dirigible or the gigantic blimp that exploded over New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, people were like fried. It was. I mean, you can look up old okay. footage of the Hindenburg, horribly. And apparently, listen to this. It says, um, "The airship. They called it an airship. The airship was designed to be filled with helium gas, but because the U.S. export restriction on helium, so they had this. They had this. Um, I guess the Hindenburg." Came in from another country, Germany or whatever. Oh yeah, somewhere over there. So, the U.S. wasn't exporting the helium needed. So they, it says, so it was filled with hydrogen. So they went ahead and took hydrogen and put that in the blimp. It wasn't even supposed to have hydrogen. It was supposed to be helium. So they they pumped it with hydrogen, which is extremely flammable. It says, and the official cause was a fire due to the discharge of atmospheric electricity, okay, near a gas leak on the ship's surface. So this atmospheric electricity, oh, kind of like static. I think it's what it's almost like static electricity. You know how you can rub mm-hmm. a balloon on your head and it'll stick to the wall? or mm-hmm. Well, apparently, and you know how you can rub your feet on the carpet and it'll shock you? I'm always you're... getting shocked. Or even in your air, honestly, when you have, go near a storm, it will create that electric. Right. So some kind of some kind of atmospheric electricity happened at the same time hydrogen was leaking out of the blimp and there was an explosion. And if you look it up, it's actually a scary, sad thing. In fact, they never left a blimp be filled with helium again after that. Or not helium, but hydrogen. hydrogen. Yes. So my question is, how safe will the semi-trucks be? I mean, I don't know. They're, they said they're going to use hydrogen fuel cells. Is that what it is? 
Yes, hydrogen fuel cells. I mean, to me, a, a fuel cell has got to be at least the size of some giant batteries, right? I mean, come on. I mean, if you're going to be able to use these things to create energy, what happens on impact in, in an accident? I have no just, idea. I'm just curious. I'm asking the question. That's all. I have no idea, but I'll tell you where they're looking at replacing some of the stuff or as far as what they're looking at doing it is, um, like, of course, light-duty vehicles. They're not going to do anything with that. Uh, medium, short-haul, heavy trucks and buses, they're looking at doing those. Long-haul long heavy trucks, off-road trucks, um, I'm thinking, like, you know, like... Uh, Ukes and stuff. Yeah, well, I was thinking more like um, four-wheelers and... and off haul because it's not going by weight. Does it say how long, like a, I, I'm sure, is the cost in there? And also, does it say how, how many miles a tractor trailer might be able to go, you know, on these fuel cells? And, and, and how do you, my question would be okay, you got a hydrogen fuel cell. So that means it has to be regenerated. So somebody has to put hydrogen in these things. They don't run forever. So you get a, you get a tractor trailer. And how do you, how do you, uh, we know how an electric truck works? You recharge them. We know how a, a, a diesel truck works. You refuel them. How how does a hydrogen truck? I, I, they must pump gas somehow. Pump. They must, you know, have so many pressure. How many pounds of of gas? Hydrogen gas put in these rigs. I'm telling you, it doesn't sound cool to me. I don't. I don't know. But believe it or not, so they represent um, their graph here by one, two, or three of the little, like with the hydrogen, it looks like a little atom that they're using. So the big one is the the uh, long-haul trucks, and then, believe it or not, the next one is rail and then maritime. So they're not just going to try and do it just for tractor trailers. They're also looking at doing it for um, rail, maritime, aviation, and then pipeline is still up up in the air. So those are something, and it doesn't say anything except for, it says we don't have a Mr. Fusion out there to go six to 700 miles, said um, the person that's doing this at the NACFE's um, division. But it's must, it, and as much as we appreciate battery electric vehicles, they really aren't set up to go those really long distances with heavy loads. Mm. So what they're trying to do is find something that could do it, but it's not, it's so sure new. Well, it's it's so new that they're still trying to get all of that. You know, when you do any type of science, you have your hypothesis and you have your little graph that you have to go by. That's where they're still in is the embryonic stage. Okay. Um, uh, I guess remains to be seen. We'll see what comes out about it. We'll keep posting more about it as we see more about it. Hydrogen tractor trailers. All righty. Hey, it's like... It's like in the last, if you think about this for a second, in the last so many years, you've got um, tractor trailers that run on ga um, like uh, natural gas. Mm -hmm. They have those. Mm -hmm. They have electric tractor trailers. They have diesel tractor trailers. Mm -hmm. um, they're wanting to make autonomous tractor trailers, which has had a big setback. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's just one thing after another. Everybody's trying to jump in the trucking industry to, I guess, make a dollar. So anyways, moving on. Moving on. The, um, Ruth, we're, we're kind of getting late here. So what else do you got? You well, got anything? I do. I have a couple of things. Um, I would ask drivers to go to Truckers Against Trafficking's website. Um, that's truckersagainsttrafficking.org. 
They have their newsletter that they put out every month. I would ask to please sign up for the newsletter. But they're also gonna they also do a calendar of events that they're gonna be going to different cities and different states um, throughout the month to do training or to do certain things. And I would I would really suggest going to some of those if you're in the area. It's not a waste of your time when you're going to see different things that could be done. There was um, I was telling you about a disgusting story, which I'm not going to go in detail, but it was basically a man sentenced to life for trafficking a six-year-old. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you traffic little kids. Um, what's extremely and you deserve to go to prison for life. What's extremely bad is the fact that in February of 18, this is what started the. Um, now, was he a trucker? Doesn't say that he was a trucker. It just yeah, just because it says truckers against trafficking, it doesn't necessarily mean it's that we're catching truckers. Because it, and I'll tell you to be honest with you, what it really is more importantly is truckers being vigil on the road and and helping catch these these traffickers. And, and that's that's basically what it is. is right. It's 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 a way to catch them. Um, it's just meaning that truckers and the likes of are are against the trafficking. Let me say this real quick, Ruthann. You know, one of the things that you mentioned that they're going around and and they're doing programs that truckers mm-hmm. can sign up. It's free. It mm-hmm. don't cost you anything to attend one of these classes or seminars. What it is, they bring in they bring in a lot of state police and and people that are expert on these trafficking task force and what they show they try to show you guys some of the things to watch for. See, everybody thinks, okay, I'll just keep watching for because uh, you know when you're in a track trail, you can see down in cars. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, I'll just watch for somebody asking for help. But that's not that's not always the case. There's a, there's other signs to watch for that you might not even know exist mm-hmm. because a lot of those people that are being taken. Are, are also being threatened and they're scared. And so they there's little things they'll do mm-hmm. to try to get your attention. Mm-hmm. And, and you're encouraged to pick up the phone when you think something is not right in a car. Whether, whether you're wrong or right, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, drivers, to pick up the phone and, and say, hey, something suspicious is going on with this kid. Mm-hmm. You know, in a car, he doesn't look right. Guess what? I'd rather you be wrong than and and make the call than find out later that that the car you seen them in is now being hunted mm-hmm. because of uh, somebody's trafficking. Oh yeah, and, and truckers have eyes on the road, Ruthen. They're everywhere. We're everywhere, and and my gosh, what a what a task force the truckers can be if they're all well informed on the trafficking. Oh yeah, I mean you see more in the highways than anybody, but this driver or this not driver, I apologize. This man that was just arrested, mm-hmm. they caught him because he took this six year old to the Arkansas hospital, Children's Hospital. And um, for to be treated because of it, of her being sick. Would she end up with a, a sexual disease or something? Several sexually transmitted diseases is what was creating her to be ill. I'm so glad that guy's... Was he going for life? Prison mm-hmm. for life? Prison for life. No, I'm not going to go in through all the articles. I'd rather have the drivers go in yeah. and read some of them because, yeah. you know, this is stuff that, that's very hard to, to go through as far as... You know, when you're reading some of the things that these children have gone through. And he was not a trucker, this guy. He was just a a guy that was 
you know, caught because right. he took the kid into right. Arkansas hospital. Right. And, and wow, what a sick, again, you know what? I, I, I can start saying things and I know there's people out there listening right now. Probably it's, it's disturbing to hear this stuff. And we all know what we'd like to see done to the guy. Honestly, to be, if I'm being honest with you, anybody that does that trafficking little kids out. And I read a story once where this woman had wrote where her dad would take her, her Mm -hmm. dad Mm -hmm. would take her to a bathroom at a park. And then another man would just take her by the hand and walk her somewhere and do things with her. He would set up these acts, her own dad. And I'm going to just tell you, if, if we just started eliminating these guys, I would donate the bullet. One bullet to the head is all you need. Okay. I would donate the bullet and I would actually pull the trigger for somebody too. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's justified. If, if these guys get convicted, once they're convicted, I don't believe in killing anybody unless they're, and I don't believe in killing people. I believe in the death penalty. I 100% do. Yeah. And I would tell you that if, if it's been justified, you've been found guilty, you need to leave the planet. You, there's, you, I, you, I can't stand having the you serve no pur- life in prison. You serve no purpose to humans at all if you're doing that to little kids. You serve zero purpose. Okay, what, what do you, what a human being should be required to serve a purpose on this planet? Because you're breathing up our air, you're eating our food, and we have to freaking support you and work to support you. While, meanwhile, you're never going to get out of prison again. You're not going to be rehabilitated. I've talked to perverts. I've been in the church for a long time, and I've talked to those guys, and every one of them tells us what? I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's just something in me. I've talked to these guys. They are... They are... are, are Some of them ser- ask to be... T- castrated, yeah. even. Some of so, them yeah. ask just, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to be this way, but... I'm not going to be able to control it. Yeah. So just don't don't let me out again. So just but to just be honest, with you, time. let them leave the planet. Let mm-hmm. them leave the planet. They they need to be. Other countries do it. Yeah. Why do we have to be so right. soft on certain things? Right. Other countries do it. They don't have the overflowing. It of just theirs. gets me so fired up when I hear a little kid being hurt like that. It's like you just want to. F- oh my gosh. You know what? Let's move on. Moving on. Bottom line is, don't bring that subject up again. <laughs> no <laughs> kidding. No. All so, right. The next thing I wanted to mention is while we're at Matt's, I stopped by and seen the the um, TNC radio, and I spoke with Mr. Kelly there about um, Trucker's Final Mile. And one thing I didn't know up until then is that they actually, just as of December, brought in their 500th driver home. You mean that was that was killed? Mm-hmm. So yeah, trucker's final mile being. It's not just killed. It's it's also if they've died on the road from like cancer that's or what I mean. De- anything. Death. Yeah, de- usually it's death, death, and it's their final mile. Mm-hmm. So um, usually when a, a lot of times, which is sad, a trucker may have a heart attack a thousand miles away from mm-hmm. his home for for stay right mm-hmm. and. It's a lot. It costs money to get the body home, and now you have a family that really is hurting for money. They're poor, and they they really have no means of getting this body home. And Trucker's Final Mile is is when is that steps in. And you said they just hit number five hundred. Five hundredth in December. They and, hit five hundredth. And you know, think about this. I mean, Trucker's Final Mile isn't handling every trucker death because many families can afford. So what I'm getting at, though, Trucker's Final Mile has been around probably about as long as Talk CDL has been around. We've been around seven years. That's really sad that that many truckers die on the road. 
You know what I mean? I'm just saying oh, yeah. that's just 500 that they've helped. We know that there's a lot more where, you know, they probably didn't qualify for Trucker's Final Mile to help them get their, their loved one home. And so it's just sad to me when a trucker dies far away from home. It's got to be lonely, you know. Like, you remember that time, that company out of Kansas that we know really well, and they were telling us they were looking for this trucker they hired, and they couldn't find him. Mm-hmm. And literally three days later, um, we were talking. I said, did you ever find that trucker that was missing? They said, um, yes, we found him in a rest area in Kentucky. He had a heart attack and passed away in the truck. They had a whole load of butter that went bad but um, because it was a reefer. But the point was, this poor guy, he probably felt pain. He pro- probably crawled in his bunk thinking, okay, I must have... Because some people think that a heart attack might just be indigestion. Right. Or You know and what I mean? And at that time, eating, you know, your, your, your skillets were still open, your country kitchens, all those things. They didn't have the fast food like they have now. This was a few years ago. Well, either way, they, they, people had heart attacks. And, and the bottom line was, you know, he might have crawled in that bunk... Or he might have been sleeping and it just happened in his sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the bottom line is the poor guy's family and him, you know, they separated during that time. It's really sad, you know, and, and, and that's the life of a trucker. We're gone. We may be gone 3,000 miles from our, if you live in Miami and, and you're in Seattle and it happens there, you're pretty far away. You're, you're far away and, and your family's never going to see you at least walking on the planet again. Mm-hmm. And so... Trucker's Final Mile is doing a great job it is. in helping people, helping truckers' families. Not the trucker, because the trucker's deceased, but Trucker's Final Mile is, they're like angels to a trucker's family that can't afford to get that 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 loved one, that mm-hmm. truck driver oh, yeah. back home. Well, here's, here's some things, I mean, you got to think of as a driver, and this is what I'm going to point out to you, is... Um, the owner, or not the owner, but the founder, the founder um, is going through his own issues. But he was telling us that um, there's companies that refer them for, like some of them are, are large. One, one was, it was a um, $6 billion company would always refer their drivers to them. Like refer, you know, like the, um, the family over to Chuckers Final Mile to help bring them home but yet they're not donating. So they need money to bring these drivers home. Donate, guys. So this is a if cause. you can give something to them, it could be you one day, Lord willing not, but it could be your friend. It could be someone that you've drove with. It could be anybody. And that is what's important is to make sure that the driver gets back to where they need to be to be laid to rest. And, you know, no matter what, how they're going to be done, it's just something that's really good to to bring about um he said that unionized companies usually aren't too bad but it's these companies that are are small and stuff that they really need a lot of help with awesome all right guys if you can donate honestly a dollar five dollars ten and and look they didn't ask us to tell you guys this we're just telling you that we know that if 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 we're going to donate in the trucking industry it's going to be for keep it within yeah keep it in there keep it in the industry so and it's such a great cause for people that are needing money. Ruth Ann, that is our podcast for the week. Do you have the word of the day? I do. Ready? I'm ready.
Piffling. Piffling? What does piffling mean? Piffling is trivial or unimportant. Like when I went on to say about the restaurants that were still really was piffling. Piffling. I actually like that name. I'm going to try to remember. Piffling. It means just something that's really not that important. Trivial, unimportant. It's a little piffling. Where's it from? It is English, 19th century. And in a sentence is, Dora felt disappointed to have worked so hard for such a piffling amount of pay. Awesome. Ruthann, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.